Yeah, hold that, please. Level five, thank you. Ah, you must be one of our new interns. Yeah, hi. Nice to meet you. Hi. Now, the most important thing to know is to attend the Biparsal Rise plug sale. The most important thing is what? Sorry. The single most important thing is to attend the Channelized Bing Bingus at the Biparsal Rise plug sale, and you'll be fine. Uh, yeah, that sounds important. Does work chat all sound like gibberish to you? Find collaborative articles with tips from the LinkedIn community to help you get through those tricky conversations. Making work make sense? LinkedIn knows how. The TalkSport Daily Podcast is proud to be in partnership with Enterprise Rent-A-Car. Whatever the mission, home or away, Enterprise helps over 120,000 people every day. With vans of all shapes and sizes, if you have a plan, Enterprise has a van. No matter if you need to rent for an hour, a day, a week or longer, Enterprise offers great rates for you or your business. To find out more and book, visit enterprise.co.uk. This is TalkSport Daily. Hello, I'm John Jackson and welcome to the TalkSport Daily podcast. We start with former Spurs captain Michael Dawson having a chat with his old teammate Jamie O'Hara about social media and how it can have a significantly negative effect on sports men and women. And Dawson thinks players should avoid it at all costs. I've never had social media. I don't know how it can help players because we always sit here we have opinions about people and they'll all differ if you should play for one team the opposition whether you played a good game they hate you as a, as a player because you play for the, the rivals they're going to write bad things and if you read that <coughs> how can that help you it can't no chance I don't care who you are if someone writes something bad about you it don't make you feel good no, let's be young serious lads though Dorse you know they should be entitled to have a life and have social media and be able if to you express can deal themselves with that. if you can deal with it Jay have a platform completely. not a problem having it do what you want to do but if you can't deal with the heat don't go on it because people will write awful things about you. Yeah, and of you've course. Got, and, and what we're saying about in sport, your confidence, if it's going to affect you, don't have it. Not a problem having it because it's great. You, you see people, you, you get a connection with people, fantastic. But you've got to take the rough with the smooth. And if you can't take that, and people will write nasty things about you. It's, yeah. it's, just, it's just the world. It's, it's, mm. not, it's not nice. On to the Lions now, and South Africa's director of rugby, Rassi Erasmus, has recorded an hour-long video complaining about the refereeing in the first test against the British and Irish Lions last weekend. He was unhappy with the match officials as they went down 22-17 to the visitors. And ahead of tomorrow's second test, which is live and exclusive on TalkSport, Erasmus says he wants better communication about decisions. Not saying that the referee was a cheat at all, saying that we just wanted clarity uh, on a Sunday night and which we now got on a Tuesday. We're not very, uh, or I personally, uh, are not very convinced with the clarity that we got from Nick Berry in this match. And the officials are talking about this Ben O'Keefe and Nick Berry out on the pitch about whether there was a knock-on because there was definitely a couple of uh, balls that bounced around. The try is going to be called off. I myself, in my position of director of rugby, if this causes that I'm not allowed to be a water carrier, that's fine. I'll step away from the water carrier. If this means that we're going to get a fine, I'll, I'll step away from the, the team management team. If this means that you know the Springboks will be in trouble, I will say I did this in isolation. It's me personally who did this. This is not SA Rugby, this is not the Springboks. Because I believe in fairness and I believe in a, in a system and I believe in two teams must have equal chance of, of competing in a match. We've completely thrown out our original plan for today's show. We were going to be looking ahead to the second test on Saturday. We will still do that, don't worry. But on, it is the Lions Daily after all. However, 
we need to chat about Razzie Erasmus. At every level and in any arena, the one constant across rugby that makes me so proud and makes it such a special sport is respect for opponents, for fellow fans and for officials. Even six foot ten, 22 stone mutants all will stand and say, sorry, sir, to a five foot eight referee. And that, that's a beautiful thing. And that respect filters down through the sport. It filters into clubhouses, which is why they're, they're such welcoming places. It filters into the stands with fans, which is why opposing fans can sit and have a beer and a laugh together. And whether he realises it or not, Razzy Erasmus making a one-hour video released publicly to dissect a refereeing performance is chipping away at that central pillar of what makes rugby so great. On to a former Lion now in the shape of George North and what he thinks head coach Warren Gatland will make of Erasmus's video. That's part of the game, isn't it? It's, it's like that, not only the physical battle on the field, the psychology beforehand and lean into it. Gats loves that sort of stuff. You know, he'll find that, I imagine he'll find that very funny. I've not seen what his comments are, or, or I don't know if he's, if he's even seen it yet, but I just think it's part of this test series and it'll be a funny story that, you know, they'll probably go at the time. It seemed like a good idea, but in hindsight, it probably wasn't really. But obviously they think that's going to give him an edge. I don't know. We'll have to wait back until the, the review comes. Lions captain Alan Wynne-Jones has been speaking to TalkSport's Neil Manthorpe ahead of tomorrow's second test, which is live and exclusive to TalkSport. Alan Wynne started by telling Manners just how much it means for him to be involved in the tour. Coming out here for me has been um, a lot longer journey probably than the four years I've potentially alluded to in the past. And I think um, the whys and the what fours definitely change as you get older. But to be out here now, you know, it'll all be for nothing unless we... Uh, win the series and for me being part of a test team and a squad that all has that focus is is the most important thing. Owen Farrell's first kick of the afternoon goes straight between the uprights and makes it South Africa 17, British and Irish Lions 22. Back to football and after it was confirmed that all clubs in England would limit the amount of heading in training to reduce the risk of brain injury, Michael Dawson told TalkSport that it was only in the latter stages of his career when he thought about the risks of heading the ball. When I was younger, never ever give this a thought. And look, I've got two beautiful kids and an amazing wife and it's only now in my latter stages that I've actually thought about it. On Honestly, you, you listen and you, you go through it. I've headed balls and going back to 18, 19 year old, you go, wow, I used to head balls. You whip the ball in, you head it once, no problem, it doesn't hurt. You do that for 10, 15 minutes and by the end of it, you've got a splitting headache, your neck's hurting. I look back and go, I used to do that all the time and I'm thinking, yeah. I didn't enjoy practice heading. Come a Saturday when you maybe head the ball 10 to 15 times in 90 minutes, it doesn't hurt. It's a consistency and, and, and of doing not. it. Derby County have confirmed that Wayne Rooney will stay on as manager despite some recent off-the-field misdemeanours that Rooney has since apologised for. Jamie O'Hara advised England's record goalscorer that he must be more responsible now he's in charge. We all make mistakes. I've done it. I've been, you know, I've been caught doing silly things and, you know, you, you learn from them, but... It gets to a point where he's older now. He's the manager of Derby County. He's, mm. he's got to set a good example. And it's unnecessary, isn't it? But my question about this and something I think he needs to look at is who, who's he got around him? You know, your circle around you has got to be really sort of trustworthy, close-knit. Uh, you know, where's his security? It's Wayne Rooney we're talking about here, one of England's best players ever. You know, where's your security? Why are you letting that allowed to happen? Why is that situation even occurring? You know, you need to have people that look after you and have got your back. And I don't know, he'll be disappointed. 
he'll be disappointed, especially the fact that now he's a manager and there's a lot of scrutiny now that's going to come in, you know, in his way. Do you, do you have to worry about, like, now who you go out when stuff like, you know, like you go for a jolly and a beef? Do you have to worry about who you go with? No, but I, I'm I'm a lot more careful than I no, used to be. missing flights and stuff like that? Well, yeah, I mean, the missing <laughs> flights is just standard, isn't it? But, you know what, Al? I changed my circle when I realised the people that were around me were no good for me. And, you know, you only realise that when you're in it, you don't see it. But when you take a step back and you look and you look in from the outside, you think these people were not good for me. And, you know, sometimes you just got to hold your hands up and go, these people are no good for me and I've got to get rid of them. If them situations occurring all the time, then you need to have a look at the people you got surrounding you. I, I got rid of all the people that were around me that were sort of bad eggs. And now I only surround myself with people that only want my best intentions trust, and want me yeah. to do well and you trust them. Celtic boss Ange Postacoglu found himself under the cosh from day one as they crashed out of the Champions League in the second qualifying round once again. We'll hear from former hoop Paul Lambert as well as a Celtic fan. But first, this is Roger Hanna, the Scottish Suns head of sport. He admits he can't remember a club declining as quickly as this. an incredible decline Jimmy I could never remember a decline so spectacular and so quick at any football club a year ago they were chasing a historic 10 consecutive league titles they were on the brink of a fourth consecutive domestic treble everything looked great but in these past 12 months the chief executives left the club Peter Lawwell the manager Neil Lennon's left the club they've also had a situation where three of last season's back four John Joe Kenny Shane Duffy Diego Laxnell their loans have expired they're back at their own clubs look at the back four we had last night there Scott Bain Anthony Ralston third or fourth choice right back two centre-halves young boys the squad in my opinion is probably one of the worst squads we've had in years the season's not even started yet mm-hmm. and the criticism up there will be it'll be rife up there because I know that's exactly what it's what it's like and people will be having their digs at them and flying things into them and the guy will be like oh, it's a whirlwind I'm in at the minute and it hasn't even started it hasn't even came across Rangers yet when it's full and so he hasn't really started yet so does it as a job massive for him it is it totally is because you've got to rebuild it and you need time it's whether that Celtic crowd can give you that time Portsmouth have released three academy players after racist messages were leaked from a group chat. Jermaine Beckford thinks there's little room for excuses for the boys, but doesn't necessarily think their football careers should end there and then. Education is key. Like People go through issues in their lifetimes where they end up going to, to jail, for example. And is it right if we stop them from getting a job when they come out of jail after they've, they've been through a period of rehabilitation? No, it's not right. So... Am I saying give these kids a ch- another chance? I'm not necessarily saying that, but I'm saying put them into some sort of education, let them understand and learn what they've said and done is completely unacceptable. Teach them why it's wrong and then um, take it step by step from there onwards. On Sunday at 8pm, TalkSport will be airing up front with Gabby Agbonlahor as the former Aston Villa striker discusses his career in detail. He explained his heartbreak at being dropped for the FA Cup final back in 2015 by manager at the time, Tim Sherwood. What had happened is I'd pulled my hamstring. I was having like, when Sherwood came in, I was on fire. 
um, under him, you know, and I loved him. And I pulled my hamstring against Spurs, so it was like, I think it was, might have been three weeks before the semi-final. So there's me, like, getting every sort of bit of treatment possible, rushing to get back for the semi-final. And then I remember Sherwood putting me in the office and saying, like, you're not fit enough to play, you know what I mean? Hamstrings too soon. We can't risk it, you know, we still need to stay up, sort of thing. Like, like are you joking me? Like, it's Wembley, 75 Liverpool, I'm not playing. But I listened to him. When I found out I'm not playing the final, I'm like, what are you talking about? I sort of fell out with him. I was like, how dare you? Do you know what I mean? Like, he's like, I know, but look at how the team played against Liverpool. I can't leave Zogbia out. Zogbia is the man who's come over and add Bonhoeffer straight to lead the line at the top of the pitch. I did understand it from that point of view. Do you know what I mean? In my head. But... In my head, I was thinking, this is a different game. And you can hear the full episode of Upfront with Gabby Agbon Lahore Sunday from 8pm on TalkSport. Now, on to the Olympics, and there were more medals for Team GB in Tokyo. Matt Coward-Holly won bronze as he made his game's debut in the men's trap shooting final. It's my first Olympic Games, so I think to come away with, with a medal, we obviously all come here fighting for the gold as Yuri has won, but I think the Olympics is the pinnacle of sport for any for any sport. So to win any any colour medal, I think, is a highlight in anybody's career. And to be on the podium along alongside these two amazing athletes is phenomenal. Well, that's it. Thanks for listening on the TalkSport app or wherever you get your podcasts from. And don't forget, the only place to hear the British and Irish Lions take on South Africa in the second test is on TalkSport tomorrow from 4pm. Until then, in the words of Andy Goldstein, be safe, everyone. Be safe. That was a podcast from TalkSport. The TalkSport Daily Podcast is proud to be in partnership with Enterprise Rent-A-Car. Whatever your mission, home or away, don't delay. Enterprise has the vehicle for the job. Rent from the best lineup in the UK. With over 450 branches, Enterprise has what your business needs. From compact three-door cars to spacious SUVs and people carriers to vans, they offer a large range of reliable vehicles perfect for the job. To find out more and book, visit enterprise.co.uk. Too tired to clean your floors after playtime? Forgot to vacuum before your friends bring their little ones over? Let Eufy X10 Pro Omni help. Powerful 8,000 PA suction removes debris, and Mop Master dual mop pads scrub away stubborn stains with ease. Save time and keep your floors cleaner. Want to know more? Go to eufy.com, that's E-U-F-Y.com, and discover X10 Pro Omni, the best-in-class all-in-one robot vacuum for only $799.